You're listening to Up Your Game, a podcast all about sports. I'm Travis Harrison, flying solo, but dying to give you guys an episode. No, it's been a little bit. We're actually going to take it back to week 15 of the NFL. Do a little recap action for you here. We start off with that Thursday night game. That's all the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Seattle Seahawks. NFC division crown up for grabs. And the 49ers took it by the horns and won this game 21-13. Over the Seahawks, Rock Purdy, very solid game, 17 to 26 for 217 yards and two touchdowns. Man just continues to step in and get the job done. McCaffrey had a big game, 26 carries, 108 yards and a touchdown. And Kittle, who has just been exploding the last several weeks here, had four catches for 93 yards and two touchdowns. So great win here by the 49ers. Locking up the NFC West division crown. Rock Purdy leading the charge for the 49ers. He's been playing pretty good. We had a separate episode for that Colts and Vikings epic game, so I'm not going to recap that one. But I do want to say something that I forgot to mention in that episode. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, go check it out. It's Minneapolis Miracle 2.0 because many of you remember There was an original Minneapolis miracle, and this is the second time that a crazy game, Vikings come back and win, all that. So make sure you guys check out that episode. But I want to say this. This was the second time the Colts screwed over Frank Reich this season. First time was firing the man halfway through the season, which I still hate a midseason firing. I don't understand it. The season's already not going great. Just let the guy finish it off and then, you know, can him at the end of the year. But anyways, Jim Mersey decided to fire him halfway through and they gave Frank the boot. Well, for 30 years, Frank has held the record as a backup quarterback, mind you, for the greatest comeback in NFL history. But he did it in the playoffs, which truthfully was even more impressive. But it was a 32-point comeback. Well, the Vikings broke that with their 33-point comeback against the Colts. So not only did Frank get fired by the Colts, well, now the team that fired him blew the biggest comeback, and therefore he is now second, has the second greatest comeback ever. But silver lining for Frank is that he could have been on that sideline losing this game, so then he would have been part of the greatest comeback ever and then part of the new greatest comeback ever, but on the wrong side of history. So for Frank's sake, I'm glad he wasn't on the sidelines, but still, how frustrating. The team that fired you ended up blowing the biggest lead and you losing your record that you've had for 30 years. Moving on to the Ravens and Browns game now. Browns easily took care of business again. Ravens still without Lamar Jackson. Browns winning this game 13-3. to The last game of that Saturday night was the Bills and the Dolphins. This game was back and forth, several lead changes. It was in Buffalo. It was cold. It was snowing. Dolphins being a team from more Miami honestly did a great job in this one, you know, just clinging, you know, staying in the game as long as they could. But at the end of the day, it was Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. They found a way to get it done and win their division for the fourth straight year beating the Miami Dolphins 32-29 in this game. Josh Allen was 25 of 40 for 304 yards and four touchdowns. So really solid game by him. No interceptions, which is the first time it's been in a while. He's been kind of throwing picks left and right, basically averaging one a game the last several weeks. So nice to see him taking care of the ball. 
only sticking to touchdowns. So good job for Allen and the Bills sealing that victory. Then you move on to those Sunday games. You had the Eagles and Bears. This one really surprised me. The Eagles struggling as much as they did against the Bears. Took them quite a while. Bears even, you know, having chances late in the game. But ultimately, it was Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles winning this one 25-20. Problem was Jalen Hurts did throw for 315 yards, but he had two interceptions. No passing touchdowns. He did rush for three scores, though. So, you know, got to give him some props there. He, you know, made up for it on the ground. His arm wasn't really working well, wasn't able to find the end zone, but he did it with his feet. And the Eagles now 13-1 and on the season still hold that number one seed in the NFC after they beat the Bears. Saints beat the Falcons, eliminating the Falcons from the playoffs officially. They won 21-18 in this game. This was a dual effort by both Andy Dalton and Hill. So nice to see both of these guys contributing for the Saints at the quarterback position. Getting it done in this game. And then the Detroit Lions, who have been red hot. This game simmered down a little bit, but still managed to find a way to win 20-17. to 17. Started 1-6 on the season and have now won six of the last seven games. So they flipped it. 1-6, now they've won six. Now they're 6-1. And my friend Kurt got on me and said, you know, I haven't been giving the Lions enough love on the podcast, so I want to just hats off to Coach Campbell Jared Goff, and the whole Lions organization. These are not the old Lions. These are the new and improved Detroit Lions. Goff in this one was 23 of 38 for 252 yards and one touchdown. Zach Wilson actually had a decent game, 18 of 35 for 317 yards, two touchdowns, did have a pick. But yes, the Lions found a way to win this one, even though not playing their best football, 20 to 17. So that, to me, tells me, These are not the same old Lions because same old Lions in the past. They're not playing well. They're not going to win a game. But these Lions grit and grind, and they find a way to get it done. So good job there. And then we move on to the Steelers and Panthers game. Steelers won this one 24-16. Steelers have been one of those teams this year. Obviously, they didn't expect much of them. But, hey, 6-8, finding ways to win here and there. Trubisky was solid in this game. Steelers' defense shut down the Panthers, and they were able to get this win. One of the best games of the day was the Jacksonville Jaguars shocking everyone and taking down the Dallas Cowboys 40-34 in overtime. Cowboys were up by 17 in this one in the third quarter, 27-10, and then Jags just came storming back. 59-yard touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence, 10-yard pass from Trevor Lawrence, and a 3-yard pass from Trevor Lawrence. And just like that, Jacksonville was up 31-27. Dallas answers 34-31. And then as time expires, Jags kick a field goal, send into OT. Dallas has the ball. What's going to happen? Oh, Dak's going to throw a pick six. Wasn't totally Dak's fault, though, because, you know, the ball, it actually was a decent throw. Hit the receiver right in the hands, but a tough catch to make there, sliding to the ground. Ball happens to pop up right into the hands of Jenkins, who takes it 52 yards for a game-winning pick six. So what a crazy way to end that game. Trevor Lawrence, 27-42, 318 yards, four touchdowns. Finally threw an interception. Hasn't thrown one in weeks. Guy's been balling out of his mind. So, but yes, props to Lawrence and the Jaguars for getting the job done and just a huge upset there beating the Cowboys. A surprising exciting game was the Chiefs and the Texans as the Texans gave the Chiefs everything they could handle, even winning this game at times for a little while. They were up 21-16. to 
where the Chiefs took the lead 24-21 in the fourth quarter, but then tied it later on at 24. Game goes into overtime. Chiefs get the ball first, and McKinnon didn't want to mess around, so he just took it 26 yards for a touchdown, ended at 30-24. So Chiefs with a little scare there. Texans have had two good weeks back-to-back, played the Cowboys tough, and now playing the Chiefs tough, but unfortunately fell short in both games. But good job for the Chiefs. Mahomes 36-41 for 336 yards and two touchdowns. Gets it done there for Kansas City. Broncos. Yes, the Denver Broncos actually won a game, beat the Cardinals 24-15. Russell Wilson didn't play, so they won a game. It was ripened back there at quarterback, 21-26 for 197 and a touchdown. So he does enough to get the Broncos a victory for the first time in a long time, so good job for him. And then what might be the dumbest play? Well, I will get to that in just a second. First off, you had the Raiders and the Patriots playing. Raiders jump out big. 17-3, and then all of a sudden the Patriots, they come storming back and go up 24-17 before the Raiders tie it with 32 seconds on a 30-yard touchdown pass from Derek Carr to Cole. And so it's tied at 24. Patriots have the ball. They can kneel it. They can do a little handoff. And then as he's about to get tackled, you know, just go down. Let's head to overtime and see what happens. No, no. What will and is going down as the dumbest play in NFL history The Patriots hand the ball off, run the ball. Actually, nice little hole there, goes up, gets about 20, 25 yards. But then as defenders close in, decides to pitch the ball back to a receiver, receiver hightails it back about 15 yards and then turns and fires it back to Mac Jones like he's going to do something. But lo and behold, Chandler Jones, the defender for the Raiders, is standing there waiting catches the ball, and just gives the hardest stiff arm to Mac Jones's face, pushing him down into the dirt, and then takes it 48 yards to the house for a walk-off fumble return touchdown. Absolute pandemonium breaks out in Las Vegas there. Just can't believe it. I was dumbfounded because I saw they tied it with 32 seconds left. I'm expecting, like most people, it's going to go into overtime, and yet all of a sudden, no, there's a final... Raiders win 30-24. Absolutely crazy. If you guys haven't seen that replay, please YouTube it. Raiders-Patriots final play. I promise you, you will not regret it. It's It'll just leave you dumbfounded, but it's very entertaining, to say the least. Then you have the Chargers and the Titans. Chargers desperately needing this game. Well, both teams desperately needing this game to get in the playoffs. Titans trying to cling to that division, barely holding on. In week 15, right in front of the Jaguars who are lurking. So both teams needing this one. Chargers needed it. Trying to get in that wild card spot in the AFC. Titans trying to hang on to that four seed and win the division in the AFC South. This one was back and forth. Surprisingly, though, when you lose, well, not surprisingly, when you lose the turnover battle, you normally lose the game. But this was not the case for the Chargers. Luckily, they managed to find a way to win despite two interceptions from Herbert. And the one to end the first half is probably one of the most impressive heads-up interceptions you'll ever see. As the ball is heading out of bounds, totally uncatchable, the Titans defender jumps out of bounds, so he's in the air, grabs the ball, still in midair, throws it back in play into the end zone, and another Titans defender catches the ball. So amazing heads-up play there, interception in the end of the first half. Second half, back and forth. Chargers score, go up 14-7. 
Tannehill answers on a one-yard run. Henry gave him a little extra push, ties it at 14. With 48 seconds left, you're thinking, Chargers don't have any timeouts. Good chance we're going into overtime. But Herbert was not done. He was just ready to win this thing in the end of regulation. Had just enough time to drive down the field. Made a great pass on the run to Mike Williams, who made an even better catch over top of the defender. And then it was Dicker the kicker. 43-yard field goal. Good as time expired, putting the Chargers over top of the Titans, 17-14. So big win there for the Chargers. And then you had the Bengals and Buccaneers playing in Tampa. Tampa Bay jumped out to a 17-0 lead, and then the Bengals woke up and just exploded. Joe Burrow went 27-39 for 20 yards, four touchdowns, did have a pick. But those four touchdowns helped them score 34 unanswered points as they blew past the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay did end up with a last a late touchdown there in the last minute, making it 34-23, but didn't matter. Brady threw two picks in this game and two had two fumbles. Interesting to note earlier in the week, he uh, was quoted saying that, you know, the Bengals defense was basically just, it was decent, it was all right. And so I think the Bengals defense took that to heart, that bulletin board material, and they just said to themselves, all right, we'll, we'll show you what all right looks like. You know, we'll show you what a decent defense looks like. Yeah, they started out slow, but, I mean, two interceptions, two forced fumbles, and just propel, helping propel the offense. Joe Burrow took it from there, and a big win for the Bengals, who are trying to lock up that division in a, in a tight race there with the Ravens. So, good win for Cincinnati. Then you have the Giants and the Commanders. This game was fairly boring. Giants jumped out to a 14-3 lead. Commanders fought back 14-9. Giants were up 17-12, then made it 20-12, which ended up being the final score. Commanders had a chance there at the end. Should have been a pass interference call in the end zone. NFL actually came out the next day and said, yeah, we missed one. Should have been pass interference in the end zone. Wasn't called, though, and the Giants locked up the win. So good win there by New York, keeping their playoff hopes alive as they are looking to try to get that wild card spot there in the NFC. That took us to Monday night. You have the Green Bay Packers, who must win out just to make it in the playoffs, taking on the Rams, who obviously have packed it in on the season. Matthew Stafford shut down. Cooper Cup's been out. Several other guys. Just a lot of injuries they've been dealing with. Major letdown, unfortunately, for them, you know, after coming off that huge Super Bowl win last year. The Green Bay Packers were able to take care of business 24-12 in a must-win game for them. Aaron Rodgers. Solid day, 22 of 30 for 229, one touchdown, did have a pick. Baker Mayfield didn't really do much in this game for the Rams, 12 of 21, 111 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Big win for the Pack, kept them alive in their playoff push. But yes, obviously they still have some work to do here in the next few weeks. Well, that's going to do it for the Week 15 recap here on Up Your Game, a podcast all about sports. Travis Harrison signing off.